Sunday, fun day. It's better than a Monday. Can only do it one way, and that is the drunk way. That was a horrible chant song. You have to do it again. I we can't just keep doing it. But they in that you're the worst. They sing it like over and over and over and over, and they get louder. Oh, okay. It's like real fun, and they also get drunker as the day goes. So it gets. More and more fun. We're not even drunk yet. So maybe at the end, I'll sing it for you again if we're feeling a little, yeah. a little good. It'll be a takeoff. So off. this is the Sunday Fun Day wine that I mentioned last week. We ordered it from wine.com. It is a Sauvignon Blanc from Reckless Love Wines. And the back basically just says, throw out the calendar and make every day Sunday. Crack open the Sauvignon Blanc and pair it with good times and freedom. And this is a 2018. And it has like a cool little like swan pool floaty on the front and it has a mustache on the back does it have a mustache on the back yeah it does on the barcode that's that's really fun so i don't know if i've tried reckless love wines before yeah sonoma okay sonoma typically makes pretty good sauvignon blancs this first taste did not impress me but i also just drank some um cider Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It feels very thin. The first sip to me was like, like it's very light body. It's okay. It's just like an average Sauvignon. I feel like this is a Sauvignon Blanc. You would just like sit by the pool. Yeah. Like you're by the pool. You want a glass of white wine. Honestly, you could throw like a couple chill. ice cubes in there and it would be fine. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have like a, a bite. No, which at is good because you don't really want. It's that not in overly wine. acidic. It's not overly fruity. It's just, it's very mellow. It's yeah. a very mellow white wine. Yeah, it's not bad. Actually, I would recommend this to someone who like doesn't really drink wine, who wants to start drinking wine, but like is kind of like off. Like some of the wines they've tried were kind of off-putting. Mm-hmm. I'd say start with this and get used to like drinking something like this, and then move on to like other varietals it does have like a little bit of like acidity that could get annoying but i don't know once I mean, you, if you like, drink a whole bottle maybe once you get over like a peak like you've drinking a couple glasses anything mm. pretty much goes down the gullet pretty easy i feel like when i first started drinking wine i drank a lot of sauvignon blancs that had like key lime type notes to them yeah because it's like something very easy to just drink sure and then i moved on to the, the crazy moved stuff. on Chardonnays are just the one I've not been able to get behind. I've never had uh, any luck with Chardonnays either. I'm not saying there's not any good ones out there, but we tried another one uh, last week recently, and it I could not even finish my first glass. He had like a sip and was like, "Can't do it." Yeah, and I had to do it super cold. I had to put like a ton of ice cubes in there and basically just make it taste like water. But that also could be our fault for not knowing. How to drink Chardonnay? Or anything about or anything, it. Like, yeah. I know a little bit about it, but I don't know. Except when we were in Carmel last year, we had, like, a Chardonnay that had been in, like, a steel barrel. Yeah. And I think we actually, we might have bought that Chardonnay. I think it was pretty good, Because yeah. it was actually really good. But sure. anything that's oaky or creamy in a Chardonnay is, like, not my, not my jam. Yeah. So, welcome to Wine 30. With Andrew Lindsay. We're going to talk about some tough stuff today oh no uh, tough stuff do you ah. want me to hit you with my tough stuff 
You can, yeah, you can start us off this week. Okay, so clickbait. Yes. Uh, when I'm reading an article about something mm-hmm. and I see clickbait, uh, well, let me give you an example of the clickbait I saw earlier today. Uh, it said, what will happen when I put this $900 iPhone into this blender? Like, when I see that as an advertisement in the middle of an article, it deters me from finishing that article. Well, because then it cheapens the article and you're like, well, if this is what they're advertising for me to read after, how legit can this article be? Yeah. And then also, it damages the credibility I have with that news source as well. Yeah. So, like, one, I'm not going to be reading the rest of that article. Two, I lose credibility for the people that put that article out and let that ad go on there yeah and then three i'll be less likely to read articles from that news source in the future like just from a clickbait it's like i don't see the purpose of that you know what i mean i feel like it actually probably hurts them more than it helps them to have yeah it's like have a little bit of like self-respect and get like an ad that mm-hmm. is at least some like somewhat reflective in line of what? with your news station. Yeah. Cause like right now, if you were to have an ad, a clickbait about you're dropping a $900 phone in a blender, what would happen? Like to me, that's like not representative of anything that I want to read. What if we were just like right now, be sure to go to our YouTube channel yeah. and see this video about us putting a $900 iPhone in a blender. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Like that's like so Like it would annoying. be like very like temporary, like woo, ah. But like honestly, maybe if I was a kid, it would be then, cool. I don't but know. But the thing is you would turn it on and it would be like it threw the phone in the air. Like we like, know what happens to a blender okay. in an iPhone. Like I don't have to see it to know what happens. It's like it's kind of like moronic a little bit. Oh, it definitely. Yeah. So that is something that got on my nerves today, but something I also haven't really expressed or like put into words. Yeah. I do click on clickbait every so often. Oh, you do? Twitter's the worst because Twitter, there will be like, there'll even be sites that you follow and they'll like post a clickbaity thing where it's like, starts from the 90s. Where are they now? Some and like, clickbait's really good, though. And like, like those, I'm not dogging all clickbait. But I I'm just saying, like, when you click on clickbait. it, and then you have to click through, like, there's one person, then you click, and then it's an ad, and then there's one more person, and you go through, like, 150 slides to see 30 people from oh, the yeah. freaking 90s. And then you're just like, I and, wasted, like, 40 minutes of my life. And you learn nothing new. You're like, For sure. yeah. all those people are still on TV. So, like, or, or dead. I remember but. a clickbait from when I was a kid that really bugged me. It was like, Something really gross that looked really gross. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what is this? Right. And they would just show a picture of like something disgusting that looks disgusting. Like kind of. super close up. And then it would be like, these are just skin pores off like, of a pig. Yeah. And or be they'd like, be like, this is just somebody's elbow. The crease in someone's elbow it looks like a butt. <laughs> you know, and you're yeah. just like, uh, huh. Wasn't there that one that was circulating for the longest time? That was like the lamp. That looked like a thong with a butt. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. This yeah. stupid ad was literally on every website for like five years. Yeah. So that kind of stuff deters me away from news station. Like, I don't hold those news stations or news stations, news sources very 
at like a high level of credibility. Like if CNN is doing that stuff, I won't. Wa- I won't watch CNN. That's the thing. Like I won't read CNN. What I've realized is a lot of the actual credible news sources don't have clickbait on them at all. Yeah, or Fox ads. does clickbait too, like that. Yeah, and it's like I don't read. I'm not going to read that or watch that if I can help. But it. I was reading an article. It wasn't BBC, but I think it was another British news source, and they had like no ads. Like, no clickbait, yeah. no ads. Like, super straightforward articles. And I was like, this is really pleasant. Like, why? Yeah. I should, that's have, kind of I should like, have bookmarked it because I should just go that's back. That's kind of like the it. idea behind, like, well, it's, like, listener supported. Mm-hmm. So, I think a lot of, like, really... Because I know a few that are listener supported. I know Democracy Now! is listener supported. Which and they, PBS and stuff like that Which as well. Democracy Now! tends to side, like... With the far left, which I don't like. Which, but, yeah. Like, it doesn't have to all the time. It doesn't all the time, but it tends to. Uh, PBS and NPR are the same way. Yeah, which are the listeners, listener base. But also, they're also far left. With they're like, far left. Christian Science Monitor is actually uh, funded by P- this viewers, mm-hmm. and it's more moderate. Yes. So, But they also take a little bit of time to get... Uh, news sources out like they usually have like thoughtful writing yeah but they're not like the first person on the scene type of thing it's more like this happened and like this is another way to think about it you know Mm -hmm. Uh, which I really like that because it gets you thinking which that's like I helped with an article for the Washington Post about emergency vets during COVID yeah and I do appreciate that it's actually an article that they're taking a lot of time to research and put out Versus like a clickbaity article. Sure. Because some articles I've helped with for other sites are just like, oh, answer these questions. like, And then they throw together an article within like 20 minutes. And you're like, that is a junk article. Yeah. But like when it's they like, actually take the time. why are you selling time, me Viagra when I'm trying to read about nuclear warfare? Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. It and we, we did do something for BBC as well, which they've been taking a lot of time to like put together. Yeah. And I... I just appreciate news sites that take the time to like research things yeah, fully for sure. before just. And another thing that bothers me, and I know I'm on like a little binge mm-hmm. right now, but okay, so I recently signed up because you have to always sign up for the news sources or wherever you're getting your news, and then they'll give you three free articles a month or something. Yeah. I signed up for Economy, The Economist. Yeah. And the only reason I signed up for that is because I looked at it like a. There was like a statistic that went around that mm-hmm. said most trusted news sources. Well, they and always put Economist, it in the moderate section. Yeah, and Economist was like the number one trusted news source. Like uh, most people trusted what they saw in there. Mm-hmm. But the issue, I don't look, I don't read Economist anymore because they will just send me so many emails. Yeah. For no reason, it's like I'm sick of hearing about you. Like when I need news, I will go search out news. But I don't need you flooding my inbox. That's the thing. Like, you can be like, I bookmarked you. I'll go visit you a yeah. few times a week and check out what's exactly. new. But I don't need six emails a day. I don't like it. It's intrusive. And frankly, it's a little bit off-putting that they think that that's any way that you should treat anybody. Because it's not a person. Yeah. It's not, like a, it's not like I'm having dialect with a person. It's just random stuff like asking me to donate and stuff. Well, that was like our local newspaper in Sacramento. We... Like, we're getting the Sunday paper, so then we were also getting, like, the emails when there were new articles out on yeah. the website. But they will still literally send me 10, 15 emails a day. Anytime a new article comes Oof. out, it sends it to my inbox. Yeah. And it's like, I do not need 
every single article, maybe at the end of the day or even every week, just send me a rundown of the most popular articles. And that is wonderful. And the thing is, is you can't just delete your email Mm -hmm. because like your family has it. Like there are people that you have communicated with that may not send you stuff every day, but maybe once in a while they may send you an email and it's like, it's nice to get that. Yeah. And it's, why is all this junk email coming to my inbox? Is well, and especially when we have like a business email. Oh, yeah. And we get like sure. bombarded with junk to our business email. And it's like, it's like how, how am I supposed to respond that? to advertisers and respond to like listeners if I'm just being bombarded with a bunch of junk? Like, yeah. I don't like it. So that's my rant for today. I'm sick of it. I didn't give these people my information so they could do that. Oh, and also, I tried to unsubscribe, and they won't let me unsubscribe. So it's a little bit coercion. So I went to 24hourfitness.com the other day and was looking at our local 24-hour fitness because COVID makes it difficult because we were using, like, a premier fitness pass for our sure. gym. Yeah, yeah. And then now they're not allowing guests, which is the whole reason we signed up for that particular, like, level of whatever. Like, so, we were trying to save money, so, you know, you want to, like... Well, pay a little bit more for the better membership and where you, you can, can have, have a guest. Every time. Know? Yeah. And that's what the person there recommended at the time. They were like, oh, yeah, don't pay two annual fees. Like, if you're always together, just Which get one. Which makes sense, yeah. So that was great until COVID happened, and now they don't allow guests at all. So I was like, oh, let me look up 24-Hour Fitness because it's right down the road. And I did not put in any information. I did not put in my email. I did not put in my phone number. I was just literally browsing the site. And within an hour, they had called me on my cell phone and said, we saw you on a list of people that may be interested in trying out 24-hour fitness. And I was like, I didn't give them any information. Yeah, I think gyms are hurting right now. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if if 24-hour doesn't get their act together. Because they've kind of, like, been on a downgrade for a while. Oh, yeah. I had them, like, 10 years ago and they were amazing. And then all the reviews of this local one that called me were terrible. Well, even in SAC, I was like looking at 24 and i went in there and they were kind of rude so mm-hmm. i was just like you know you're supposed to be the elite 24-hour fitness because it was one of the athletic ones yeah, yeah. and they kind of like off put me a little bit like you know i'm like i've done like bodybuilding competitions like i'm athletic you know like i've like I've when you went in there athletic. you were buff like yeah you were in shape going in so there, it's so. like why would you think that, like, you could talk down to me when I'm just trying to, like, give you money to use your service? You know what I mean? Like, I'm giving you money and you're treating me like crap. Like, it makes no sense. So, I ultimately did not get a gym membership there just because of the way I was treated. Yeah, I got a gym membership at a different place. I just bought, like, a prepaid 12-week membership. And it's not, like, I like the place Andrew goes better. So... I'm basically just using it until they open up guests again at sure. Andrew's thing. But so, Kim, one of your sweet topics. I'm going to talk about our sponsor real fast before I like get taken sure. away. So, you've heard us talk about them before. Best Fiends, one of the best games you can possibly get on your phone. It's finally October, and that means costume tricksters and ghoulish beasts, plus plenty of candy. And you won't want to miss the new spooky levels and outfits and challenges on Best Fiends this month. Like, I love a game that changes, like, for the season and adds levels and fun, like, spooky things. That's, like, one of my favorite things. And they have, like, new characters all the time. Now they have the cool costumes. They have the cool levels. And if you have been thinking about starting Best Fiends, this is the time to do it because... 
like what is the cooler like Halloween is the coolest season to have a game. So, so far I'm on level like 260. It feels super good every time I can pass a level because they get a little bit harder. And sometimes I'll try it like four or five times. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then I finally get it. And it's like, I feel empowered as a player because I'm not like a hardcore gamer, but I enjoy it. So Best Fiends is the infamously impossible to put down puzzle game that's free to download. With over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. More levels, events, and challenges get added all the time, so play away, there's always one more level. Seriously, once you download Best Fiends, boredom won't stand a chance. We all love a good challenge, Best Fiends gives you over 5,000 of them. More levels, events, and challenges are added constantly. In fact, you might find yourself wondering how you ever found the time for a dull moment before because you're never going to feel bored again. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That is best friends without the R. Best Fiends. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Halloween costumes, do you have any ideas? You want to throw out a couple cool ones? Okay, okay. So, I had absolutely zero idea. But then we went to Apple Hill this past week. And this booth there had really freaking awesome, like, steampunk masks. Yeah. And they were and like they, had hats they were like 30, 40 bucks. They had the coolest masks and like hats. And they had a really cool like plague bear mask. And I feel like one of us has to be the plague bear with like a black cloak in that. Like all you need is a black cloak and that cool mask. And you have a really freaking awesome costume. And if kids come to our door to trick or treat, that is going to freak them out. Or if you have uh, the goggles, you could be like a steampunk engineer. If you put a little soot on your face. I don't know. That's like more my pace. On uh, Animal Crossing, I got my character a little steampunk outfit. I was thinking we could get like a fog machine. Mm, I love fog machines with a black light. Yeah. Or a strobe light in a fog machine where it's like... The kids across the street decorated their house like hardcore for Halloween. So I know they're big Halloween people across the street. And even like... There's more kids a few houses down from them, and their house is pretty darn decked out, too. Yeah. We did buy pumpkins. And we year. have natural spider webs. <laughs> yeah, we have natural spider webs in front of our front door. So, you know. We've been growing natural spider webs, and we have a worm bin. <laughs> just throw worms <laughs> at the kids as they walk by. Ooh, when they say scary. trick or treat, just trick them by throwing worms at them. <laughs> Away with you. <laughs> <laughs> Dress up like a witch who just chucks worms. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that'd be so good. Uh, okay, cool. So you were thinking you were going to be a steampunk engineer, maybe? If we go back and get that. Yeah, otherwise I have to improvise. And then you're like, then I'm going to be a mad professor. Probably that's what I can look. a ghost, but we don't have any white sheets. So I'm probably going to be like, you know, a yellow ghost. Yellow ghost, that's really bad. Do we have yellow sheets? We have like plaid uh, oh, mustard you, colored but sheets. You, you cannot, um, they're like cream colored beige colored but you cannot just cut up our nice plate all she needs to be a ghost i'm so sorry <laughs> okay well see that's out i gotta get more creative we have an old sleeping bag maybe i can do something with that be like i'm a worm <laughs> i could cut it up and make like body armor yeah i mean you could <laughs> i don't know how people would feel about it but I'm you could do it. i'll take pictures what, what if you just, like, we have, like, a shop vac? What if you just, like, dress our shop vac up like a Dalek that just goes out and delivers candy? 
<laughs> or like RTD2. Yeah, yeah. And I just tied it onto my waist. Yeah. And then just walk around with it. <laughs> that'd be funny. Ah, uh, that'd be good. So, what's one of your top topics? Okay. So, I have, I actually have a few, so I'm debating. So, we were talking about clickbait. So, there was this article on BuzzFeed the other day because Billie Eilish was spotted out in like a fitted tank top and like baggy shorts, right? But normally she's in very. You're like, I clicked on some clickbait no, 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 and no, no, it no. brought me to. No, I actually heard this was a really great article. That was circulating, sure. which is why it did. This was actually a very well done article by okay, BuzzFeed. Sure. I was impressed. So she was seen out. I'd seen it all over Twitter. They're like, she's in a tight tank top. But she's known for not doing that. She's known for covering up her body because she's like, I don't want to be sexualized. sexualized. Yeah. So this photo comes out of her at like a gas station or something. And it's like everyone online is like, oh my God, look at her body. She looks like a wine mom. A wine mom? They're like, she has big boobs and a tight tank top and baggy shorts. She looks like a wine mom. I've actually never seen her. So she's not even like heavy, right? She's like a normal sized person. So all of these articles were coming out and they're like, she's so brave for going out in public in a tank top. She's so brave. So then BuzzFeed was like, she's not brave. She's a normal person who is allowed to walk around in her normal body and like not feel shame about being a person with a body like she's probably like a size four or size six and they're like ooh wine mom bod and it's like she looks what is a wine mom bod bod what is that they say is that like similar to the dad bod her her body looks like a wine mom like a 40 year old mom who drinks wine oh okay well I, i don't know i guess like real housewives is that what that is they're like oh she has Boobs in a tank top and, um, like, isn't super, super, like, tiny. I don't know why. But she's that's not overweight at all. She's not yeah. even close to being overweight. And they're making a huge deal about her body when she's made it very clear that she doesn't want to be sexualized or whatever. Sure. And then she finally goes out because it's freaking 100 degrees out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like who wouldn't be wearing a, a tank top? So I did appreciate that BuzzFeed called out the other articles that were like she's so brave and then like that's not brave and you're not promoting body positivity by saying that like people aren't brave for going out in public in something that's not a baggy yeah. sweater like, like they made it into a big deal when it was just like they're like she's a normal teenager it's like going out to get gas in her car intrusively like, took a picture of her as well like talk yeah. about that cowardly act like yeah. so that they could and like, knew that she didn't want yeah. photos taken of herself. It's probably and then a just desperate act, anyway. you know. Like, let's talk about the desperate situation that our society's in right now. That there's there's probably an influx in paparazzi right now. Honestly, I would imagine so. Because yeah, people are out of jobs, and they're like, if I can sell some photos of some celebrities, you know, I don't know. Do you have another topic for us? I do. Yeah. Nice. I'm gonna let you go. Okay. What is the most petty thing an adult? Has did or said to you has when you were a child? Oh, a petty thing an adult said to me as a child? Ooh. Um, I feel like as a child, for the most part, I don't remember adults saying things that were very petty. Actually, that's a lie. My, <laughs> I can't think of anything in particular, but my mom's mom 
my grandmother, who I have not talked to in almost 10 years, she says some petty stuff. Oh, really? Like what? I can't think of anything specific off at the top of my head. But when you say petty and adults, that's the number one person I think of that would say like really petty stuff just all the time and does not care how old you are, does not care anything about like that. She will just say whatever. Can't think of anything in, in uh, specific. Let I'm going to let you go and then I'm going to like think on it while you share yours. Um, you know, I guess I should have thought about a specific scenario that happened i did not come to the table with a specific thing it's actually kind of hard is kind of what i was thinking to think of anything specific i feel like nothing that was said to me as a child stuck with me that like as being petty like honestly me as a child Mm -hmm. almost never remembered anything anyone said or did Oh, I it's more like what they did. Like, did anybody like cut you in line or like take your ice cream? Oh my gosh. Did I tell you the story about the girl who her mom was babysitting us and she was my age and she stole my bird nest that I was making in my backyard. Oh my God. The girl that was my age. Right. And then I was upset and I was like, why did she steal my bird nest? And her mom was like, you're being dramatic. Go to bed. And it was 4 p.m. She sent me to bed while she was babysitting me at 4 p.m. for being upset that her daughter stole my bird nest. So fast forward to high school. This girl ends up being in my health class in high school. And I despised her. And one day it was raining because it rained every day in April that year. And she was walking across the front of the auditorium because they would play movies in like the theater on rainy days. And she was walking across the front and she tripped over a cord and like face planted in front of the entire school. And it made me really happy deep down inside because that was karma. Huh. That's a story that was not related to the question you asked. But I decided more than we bit off there. Oh, I'll tell you (laughs) one that I. Okay. And this one I kind of feel bad about because it's my mom. Mm hmm. So, like, when I was a kid, I was, we moved, and in, I was in middle school, right? Mm-hmm. And we didn't have, like, a lot of people over. Oh, like, I, I would, think I know have, that story you're about yeah. to share. Yeah. And so, I had, my mother, I talked to her, and she was like, oh, she had yelled at me for inviting people over without permission. So, one day, I was like, hey, mom, can I have, like, a friend over tomorrow after school? And she was like, oh, yeah, sure. And my mom's cool. So she was like, yeah, sure. Sounds good. But I don't know if she was, like, really busy or what. But it sounded like she confirmed it mm-hmm. to me. And she did confirm it. 100%. Yeah. And She may so not remember confirming it. She may she not remember, it. but she definitely confirmed it. Because I wouldn't just bring someone home after school without asking. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's, like, even for a kid, that's kind of like... Ugh. Yeah, I never brought anyone over without asking... Sometimes I would ask last minute. Like, I would invite the friend over and then ask them be like, yeah. oh. But I would say, oh, do you want to come over? I have to ask my parents, but, like, ask your parents so that we're, like, all yeah. ready, ready to go. So I brought this kid over after school the next day, and she yelled at me. Mm-hmm. Top of her lungs and said, I can't even remember. I was so traumatized. And she, she yelled and said I was wrong and that I hadn't brought, I hadn't asked. Or she didn't say I hadn't asked. She said she didn't approve it. 
or something. And that kid walked home. A middle school kid. And it was like over a mile away, over a couple miles away. And he had to cross a busy street. And it rains a lot up there. And it rains. This is in Washington. And that was really petty. (laughs) That was. Like her, she was dealing with her own stuff that was going on. And she completely ignored her child Mm -hmm. who was trying to make friends. Yeah. And I brought a, a friend home. With and permission, away. <laughs> and she yelled at me and him, and he had to walk home, and I cried. I remember, and being, I was like, "You said I could bring that kid over, the friend over," mm-hmm. and that was really rough. And I thought that was really petty of her, like to put her, like whatever crap was going on, you know, like to think that that was more important than what was going on, you know. She was supposed to be teaching me about fair. You know, and I think she really dropped the ball there. And she didn't even drive the kid home, right? She didn't drive the kid home, no. It would have been one thing if she was like... But she tried to go look for him when she realized she was in the wrong. (laughs) So she did admit to being wrong. But now when I ask her about it, she doesn't admit to being wrong, which is kind of annoying. I mean, she probably doesn't even remember that. Oh, yeah, she probably blacked it out. She probably needs some serious therapy. Because of that incident. Yeah, I know I've had to have some serious therapy. Uh, I can no longer invite friends over anywhere at any time. (laughs) Well, I did end up inviting him back over. And he didn't want to come over. (laughs) And it was really awkward because it was just like, yeah, your mom yelled at me. And I don't know. That kid ended up being a drug addict. So I hopefully that had nothing to do with it. So we are almost to an election, right? We are. Yeah. And And we we filled out our ballots today. today. Yeah. But that's not what I was going to say. I know a lot of people are always like, oh, if it goes the wrong way, I'm going to move out of the country. But, like, we've actually been thinking about moving out of the country not because of political reasons, right? Because, like, there's... Yeah. Like, for a long time, we're like, we can't even go visit another country really for more than a week because of our dog. And we don't want to uproot her and move her somewhere crazy. That's not fair. Well, or even go somewhere for an extended period of time. Yeah. You know? So, now... We're like, oh, maybe we should move, like, somewhere else for a while. Not, like, it doesn't have to be a long period of time, but we could even spend three months somewhere than three months somewhere else. Like, sure. And yeah. really see the world. So my question to you was going to be, if you could move anywhere in the world at this very moment, where would be the number one place you would choose? Well, I feel like New Zealand is, like, the most forward-thinking mm-hmm. country at this I point mean, I did. But I also wouldn't – Denmark would be really great. Mm. Norway would be really good. Basically, Switzerland. Although Switzerland, I've heard some mixed reviews. I hear so Finland gonna, is also pretty. Finland. Actually, I would prefer dope. Finland over Denmark. Uh, Denmark. Yeah. Like, Denmark is just nice because, like, I feel like they get it. Yeah. You know? And they're not building, like, prisons the way we are. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, like, I watched a documentary of a guy who, like, broke into, I can't remember his name, but uh, I will post it in the uh, notes. He broke into a prison. He, like, didn't break into it, but the prison had been, like, abandoned, and it was in Washington, and it's COVID, so he Mm. was like, oh, I'm going to do it, and he did, like, a documentary, or, like, not a documentary, but he recorded the whole thing. And put it on YouTube. And put it on YouTube, and basically, he, you would see the rooms that these people were in, and they were tiny. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, bunk beds, and then there's a toilet right next to their bunk beds' heads. Mm-hmm. So you would really be taking a dump right next to your inmate's right, head. Inmate's head. And so, like, head. to me, and then I would, I just saw, like, the Denmark prison, the new prison that they mm-hmm. just made, and it was like, they had a separate room for the bathroom. 
and they had a window so they yeah. could see outside and there was like a mirror in their bathroom and to me it's like common cur- it's like common courtesy like we're not trying to put people in prison aren't you trying to rehabilitate people by putting them in prison as well you're not yeah like, you're not just trying to make someone feel miserable for 10 years straight and then yeah like put them back into society like how like that's not right rehabilitating like, anybody. if anything they should feel like a sense of like i don't like i never like people paying for me like yeah. trying to take care of me so it's like we should take care of our prisoners and like they will feel hopefully a sense of guilt like man this sucks well and if they're offering them like Let's get your you your GED. Let's get you an associate's degree. Let's get you some job training. Yeah. So like, that when you get back encourage out, them you to make have it somewhere, a, like something you can go and do yeah. and be really great at. Like be a productive part of your community. Yeah. Right? Like that's the idea is like you should want to be a productive part of your community. So how can we get like a sense of empathy going there? Because I feel like there is like a lack of empathy. And when you end up in jail, it's like you're almost trained to have less empathy mm-hmm. like care less about what's happening to someone else i don't know it's like anti-productive so you would so, say either scandinavia or new zealand probably i would but i know scandinavia is a little bit cold for most people i think um, it depends where in scandinavia as well like if you're in southern like one of the more southern um cities in one of those countries it's completely different like North Norway, I'm sure, gets freaking freezing. What about Iceland? Iceland is pretty green, isn't it? I could do Iceland, yeah. I think the language is very difficult, but I wouldn't I'm mind sure Finland would also first, be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like I would want to visit all of those places before just being like, oh, we're moving. Yeah. New Zealand um, is probably where I would, I would land. But I also could do uh, France. Because mm. I, I think I could pick up the language. Um, I lived in uh germany for a little bit switzerland when i visited for like a couple weeks while i was there was very nice oh yeah and but i would consider switzerland, switzerland. the um, thing with switzerland is, is it's like it's very difficult to come in as like a foreigner mm-hmm. and then get your citizenship and then build like they don't oh, yeah. allow citizenships to build. No, no, no. But or, if you I mean, were, uh, but they if you don't were, allow foreigners. If to you build. were going to go live there for three to six months or even a year. Yeah, they're all about like what do you bring to enhance our community, kind but of thing. I do you have to say people in Switzerland were very nice, very polite. Oh yeah, like for very sure. great people. And there is, they actually have kind of an interesting system where they're vaca- They have like vacation huts, mm-hmm. and they're like these little huts that are like really. They have, like, grass growing on the roofs, and they have, like, little gardens. And, like, you can buy one so you can vacation to it. But it's just, like, a small, very small plot of land that you can, like, curate, like, a magical Did you experience. go to Switzerland? I took a train through Switzerland. Oh, so you got to see yeah, Switzerland, but not, like... Yeah, I took like... a bullet train. But it was... I got to see, like, a little bit of their architecture. I got to go through some and... of the... I went through... I went to one of the cities one day with, like, the friend of this family i was staying with like this girl was about my age so we went into town and it was really freaking cool like to the city but then i got to explore some of the smaller towns as well and they have some really cool little small towns from what i understand they're very green Mm -hmm. like they're all about like sustainability and like having something that's very natural light coming in and whatnot i feel like switzerland is very similar to scandinavia in that way that they're very like progressive when it comes to climate change also very neutral which is interesting like they don't really take a stand, yeah. but I kind of get it. Like, if you're surrounded by all sides. Oh, yeah, because they're surrounded by, like, yeah 
France and Germany and like all these Italy. Like, is Italy there? Yeah. Italy's I mean, it's there. all those countries are real close, and a lot of them have conflicting. Oh yeah, for sure. Like political views or whatever. So yeah. being right in the middle, it's kind of like eh, I think we're gonna stay out of this. Isn't Poland somewhere close? Poland, in no, there? no, no, that's more north towards Finland. Yeah. Yeah. I was just uh, thinking. I know Germany invaded multiple directions. I was oh just yeah, to, like, Germany made it all the way up to Norway. Yeah. And technically, they invaded Norway. So. Part of Norway. Yeah. yeah. But the thing with Norway is, is is very vast and you have sled soldiers. So, oh. like, even you, like, what are you going to, like, take a village and then now you have to fight all these sled soldiers. Yeah. Like, who are trained to, like, maneuver on ice and snow. But also, I'm mainly um, from, like, the Great Britain right great britain london would be cool to live in a little bit but i don't know if i'd like it that much i'm mainly welsh english irish scottish so i feel like i would blend in the easiest there until i open my mouth well Um, why don't you give me your best uh england accent no 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 my i cannot do a good english accent at all his sister does like a really great english british accent but well i have never heard yours but i'm sure you make a great one Every so often, I'll say, like, one phrase with, like, a All right, give us one phrase. I can't do it right now because, you know. But you'll sing the, sing the Fun Day Sunday song. Sunday, Sunday Fun Day. All right, well, we have come to an end, so sing your song. I don't want to sing my song. Oh, no. But do you not want to talk about anything we've watched this week or listened to real fast? Uh, sure, let's do it real fast. So I have personally been listening to a lot of Little Mix this week. I went back and have been listening to all of their past albums and their past music videos and they just came out with a new music video today that i haven't watched yet but i'm really excited about it because i love girl groups and they're like the number one british girl group right now and that's basically the only thing i've been listening to our gym or my gym plays country music which is not really what you want to listen to at the gym we also watch some bite-sized halloween on hulu would not recommend not good I was not impressed. I've also been rewatching Gilmore Girls, and we've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. What have you been listening to? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of, um, like, kind of like punk music. He's on that punk phase still. Uh, and then also I've been watching a lot of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I finished The Pretender. Um, it's an anime series on Netflix. And was it the I, pretender or was it the great pretender? The great they kept, pretender. They kept playing that song, the yeah. great pretender, and I was like, ah, oh, which is decent, one. but it's one of those things that you can't like watch going to bed. Like you mm-hmm. have to like pay attention. Uh, and then I've been reading comic books, Spawn. I'm back on the Spawn. Binge. Oh yeah, you were telling me the other day you were yeah. talking about the guy who made Spawn, and then I was googling the guy that made Spawn, and it was, it was yeah. Thing, so he left Marvel so that he could have more create, creative control and over his work. Spawn is the longest running Oh yeah. Um like independently started creator started comic book series and they're at what 300 or 400 know, something crazy. issues and they're with Image Comics which I love Image so, Comics. So Sunday fun day. Have a good day. Even though night. it's a Wednesday. But Have we'll a talk to you next week. We'll talk to you guys next week.